Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. I started the social media and podcasting. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. You know what, dude's back. This is the last one up in the woods, and I can't think of a better guest than uh, the Greek god himself, the shirtless wonder. The 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 gorgeous, probably one of the gorgeous, prettiest comedians, most gorgeous, prettiest comedians on the planet. And this is all coming from his bio. So give it up for Giannis Papas, everybody. Giannis Papas. Look at him. Look at him. Just it's look you, at him. Yon, it's Yanni P, the top, the top Greek here. I have money. My Bugatti's outside. <laughs> I, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm never wearing a shirt anymore. My woman's upstairs making a second cup of coffee. Because if someone breaks into this house, I will protect her with my life. So can she do her job if I'm doing my job? I have a heart out at 11 o'clock because my hose are on my Bugatti. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck, man? That's how you get attention on the internet now. You have to re- you have to have a Bugatti. You have to say it, Bugatti. And you have to have money. And you got to have hose. And you got to be the top Greek, the top G. Dude, what the fuck? What's going on? What's happening with this fucking world? You see, they, they, they bring you up. You do all this stupid shit. You stay all this dumb stuff. They bring you to the top. And then they, as soon as you get there, they rip you the fuck down. I think that's the same old story. It just happens now in hyper speed. I mean, it's like it's it's instantaneous, and then it, it, the the you know you rise quick, you fall quick. But yeah, I mean, you know, you could right now everyone's competing with billions and billions and billions of of people trying to get attention. So you got to get yourself some sort of weird hat, sunglasses, shirt. Uh, I did a whole podcast uh, with Eva Lovia's. Um, fleshlight, and I was fingering her fleshlight the whole time during the episode. I mean, I had to blur it for YouTube, you know, because YouTube will show a beheading video or like, you know, people get run over by cars in Guatemala when they try to carjack you. But, you know, God forbid we, I, I, I finger Eva Lovia in effigy. I mean, I fucked that thing. I didn't put it on camera. They should be happy that I didn't show when I fucked that thing. (laughs) Uh, dude, I, you, I had to throw my flashlights away because I don't want to come out and see Max playing with it like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Just have his arm in it. Dad, look at this. Yeah, I had Eva Lovia on my pod and she brought me that as a gift. And um, I'd be lying if I say I didn't. I had never had sex with a flashlight, but I did test it. You did. I did test it. Yeah, and it's and it's not good. Well, it was decent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it was bad. I mean, it was decent. It just was a little weird sitting there, you know, doing that. But it was decent. Here's the problem with it. Here's here's the problem with it. 
God, you can't really concentrate because God forbid your wife opens the door or your daughter opens the door and that's the image she has of you holding a flashlight and just pumping into it. That will ruin a child's life. I still remember the kid around the corner on Tyler Ave, Ricky, when I opened the bathroom, I slept over his house for the first time and I opened the bathroom door and his dad was taking a dump, just an evil dump. And I saw his, his, his hog and, and he just screamed at me, get the fuck out of here. It still affects me to this day. I do not go into a bathroom before, I don't, even my house, I knock on the door before I go in. I was just thinking of, yeah, when you started that sentence with my friend Ricky, I was, is anyone, does anyone in Boston just use their regular name or is it, it, it you have to put an icky on everything? Even if your name is like Giannis, it's Yannick, Yanniki. Yanniki. Hey, this is my boy. This is Tommy, Bobby, Ricky, Johnny, <laughs> fucking Billy, Robbie. <laughs> 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 Even the females. This is Maggie. This is Peggy. This is Peggy Borini. <laughs> wait, we got a valid point. You got a point. Hey, listen, yeah. There's something in the woods today, something big. I've been out here for the half hour and Dawn was out here and something's moving around. So if you see me, if you see me hustling and I have to leave the podcast, I apologize. Just close it out. Something's well, we, it's something big out there. It's not you, baby. You're looking great. Thank you, baby. Listen, you, you, but you're right yeah. about this. This, this. What was that? Andrew Tate? Is that his name? Andrew Tate, the top G. Yeah. Well, I don't. This guy came out of nowhere. I've never even seen he this came, guy. Came out of nowhere. Where? I'm like, is this guy for real? This is outrageous. This guy's just saying outrageous shit. And then I look, and he's actually is a kickboxer. You know, he's gotten knocked out a couple of times. He talks shit. He's not, he's, he's, he's not a not tough guy. You know what I mean? Um, and he supposedly has all this money. I don't know where the money came from. I don't know any of this shit. And then bef he's in my life. And then bef now he's in my life. And then he's out of my life as quick as he was in my life. I can't see anything on him now. Yeah. He's, um, it, there he is right there. He uh, His dad was uh, like a professional chess player. And um, yeah, he was a kickboxer. I don't think he was like in all the leagues, though. He, he did some professional kickboxing. But, uh, you know, he's very entertaining. He's very funny. And yeah, he kind of he's like Jordan Peterson for retards. You know, he just <laughs> kind of talks about how you got to be like a man. And, you know, women are like, you know, it's like hyper alpha, hyper masculine. Like I'm telling it like it is entertaining when he got in trouble he said he was playing a comedy character he doesn't mean all the things he says which maybe it kind of is kind of isn't who knows but the situation is he made his money uh doing like a cam girl business so he does like a cam girl business and then he started a hustler university which What's is that? like an online course it's a basically a pyramid scheme, but it's sort of uh you got to give the guy credit. So people pay like 50 bucks a month and they get to talk to probably him doing different voices, acting <laughs> as the, all the professors there. <laughs> and um, they, they give him 50 bucks a month and he teaches them how to be a top G, how to make money, how to how to be hypermasculine, how to go to the gym, how to get your life together. You know, those are your two options. This voice here or clean your room or fucking Kermit <laughs> the Frog telling you to get your life together. Um, so, and then he had other people who were the, the people who joined his university, 
He had mm-hmm. them make content, make cut up his podcast appearances and put them everywhere. So they were just like, it was like a pyramid scheme of content. And that's how he broke the algorithm with like a pyramid scheme of content where like everyone was posting his videos on his behalf. So that's why they were everywhere. So you got to give him credit. I mean, you know, he's, he's smart and he's smart in this new type of world where, you know, you got to figure out some sort of scam or some sort of bullshit entertainment um, scheme on the internet to get attention. And he did it because, you know, like I said, you're competing with so many people trying to get attention. So to win over the algorithm isn't easy. Isn't easy. The thing that this should expose is that the algorithm wants garbage. That, you know, the tech companies are, yeah, they're yelling at him. They're yelling at him. They're going like, you're the one that made him. It's like, you're the one that made him is your algorithm and your infrastructure and what it wants is what made him. It's like when people in Hollywood yell about gun control, it's like you created this culture or at least reinforced it heavily by all your movies, which can basically be summed up as being described as diving gun guy. That's every movie. (laughs) Didn't they create it by starving the people of it? You understand? So they, they, so they yeah. starve the people. They, they, we, we don't get that content. We don't, you know, when I was a kid, the biggest video at the store was faces of death because you never saw violence. You never saw blood like that. You never saw real shit like that. So you, you wanted to get this video. It was never in people. And then that's the same thing with the UFC. The UFC came out and it was like, oh my God, these people are really beating the fuck out of each other. And you go into the video store and it, you could never get UFC one because it was always out. And it built this, I we got to have this thing because they don't give it to us. So them starving us on this type of asshole. Well, the massage, there's no misogynism. You can't find any guy talking shit about women. There's nobody talking shit about anybody except white dudes are getting, that's about it. You know, white people, you know, you, so- you get this guy talking shit about women and it's like, even women are kind of attracted to that. Even women are like, well, finally there's a man calling us out on our bullshit, you know? So all of a sudden he breaks the algorithm because people are starving for it because they don't have it. Don't you think that we would, if he was around, don't you think we would suss an asshole like that out? If we were, if we, if you, if it wasn't illegal to talk shit about women, how they're fun ruiners, you know what I mean? How they suck the life out of a good time. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I think that's true. Like, I I think, like well, you can't even you can't even say that a, a a man who transitioned two years ago to become a woman uh, competing in women's high level sports is wrong. So I agree with you in that sense. Like nobody can even say that, or you're considered to be some type of hate person. So in right. that climate, yes, the only person that creates this sort of vac- this need for someone to say it. And, and usually the people, the only ones who would say it are crazy enough to go all the way and say other stuff. It's the same right. reason why Candace Owens or all these people become popular is because they say, you know, 50% to 70% of what they say is what everyone's thinking. They're just scared to say it because they don't want to get doxxed or or look down it's upon even, so it's not it's even left that. to them it's, it's not even that you don't want to i mean yes you don't want to get doxxed you don't want to be attacked you don't want to whatever deal with the but it's like 
I think most of us have too much shit going on, you understand, to deal with that. So it's like, okay, YouTube, I would like to say whatever the fuck I want on YouTube. You know what I mean? I would like to do whatever the fuck I want. But I don't have the fucking, the, the hard drive space to deal with those conversations with mush and fucking dealing with that bullshit and, you know, whatever money that is, losing that money. It's like, I got a kid to deal with. I got Are we going to story time today or are we going to the fucking mountain roller coaster? And then where am I taking them for dinner? And then what are we going to do tonight? And then what are we, we're leaving. We got to stop. It's like my, I have so much, I can only deal with this, but it seems like these people just are hyper-focused on this one thing. Fuck family, fuck friends, no kids. Don't give a fuck about any of that. I'm going to go do this shit and say this shit and deal with this tsunami of horseshit that's going to come my way and then filter out, parcel out the fans to the haters and make all that money or, or deal with the consequence. And all these guys seem to wind up in the same fucking space. Alex Jones, this fucking guy. Once you go there, all of a sudden you'll say anything. You have, you're doing it, like you say, as a character. I mean, it's like, it's, it's too much. It's too fucking much. I, I, I just remember the day when you were a funny stand-up and then you got on TV and you mixed the both worlds and you made a living and you fucking died somewhere in Vegas. <laughs> well, if you're lucky, it's Vegas. Sometimes it's Schenectady. Sometimes oh, God. Imagine dying Schenectady. Schenectady. Oh, or, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Vegas, is, that's a prestigious place to job. I mean, that only the top guys die in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people die in some of the off offbeat rooms. Yeah, yeah poor it's true. Die in Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's so your um, brain, your but, brain works different. Like your my brain does like you and Tim Dillon and Rogan, I, I Schultz, certain your brain works in a like you like this shit. You like figuring this shit out. Like this shit gives me anxiety and I want to fucking punch somebody in the face. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not your fault. I mean, you're a kid from Boston, you know, it's fucking at some point you guys want to handle problems by fucking punching somebody in the face when you're, and that's, an, and that goes back to being Irish. I mean, Irish families, you know, they would go down, the father would go, okay, you got a fucking problem. Bobby's got a fucking problem. You put the mitts on, you, you put the mitts on with Tommy and Ricky, Ricky and Tommy go downstairs and they fucking duke it out and I'll referee it. Right. So that's kind of, that's kind of how the Irish solve problems going back to the beginning of time. <laughs> they get frustrated. They go like, I don't want to talk about this. And you guys don't want to talk because you push everything down. So you just fight it out until it's over. Dude, I, I know you, I know you, but this totally makes sense. This, this actually solves a lot of problems for me right now. <laughs> Cause I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like I always wondered why I never could, I don't give a fuck about what's going on in the world. I only really give a fuck about what's going on in my world. You know what I mean? But there's some people who can take on the world, whatever comes in and, 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 and they're like, this is great. But my brain is so overwhelmed with my shit that I'm just like, dude, go fuck. I don't give a fuck. You want to, you want to tuck it and take a fucking breaststroke and beat a bunch of broads swimming? I don't give a shit. Go ahead. 
If someone will let you do it, if the people in charge of that sport say it's okay, I don't give a fuck about female swimming. I just right. don't. So if the people in charge said, you know what, we're going to let Gary or Camille, whatever her name is, you know, a, a trans male, and you let them beat all the women, why do I give a fuck about that? Why does that matter in my world? My world is right here, right? If if Max, you know, if it affects Max, if it affects Dawn, then I'll have something to say. But as far as the other shit goes, you know, and I, I think most people are like me. Am I am I correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Most people are like you. Most and, people are like you. Most people are sitting out in the middle of the woods like the Unabomber, smoking a cigar at ten nineteen in the morning. Who <laughs> just got back off the road from Cincinnati doing gigs? Most people are just like Bobby Kelly. That's a good shot. That's a, yeah, shooting guns. <laughs> That's Max's shot, by the way, the bullseye. He yeah, good. I, but no, I do agree with you. I think ultimately most people are like you, and they're only concerned with um, with their with their uh, sphere, with their world, um, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the you know, mind people should be minding their own business a little bit more. But the internet has us all in each other's business. And it's designed to addict people to get more attention because it's monetized now, especially because it's monetized. You remember back in the old days when YouTube was just this fun place where things would go organic, would go organically viral. There was no companies on there. Viacom wasn't on there. There wasn't any uh, celebrities on there. It was just like, you know, some dude would do mushrooms and and someone would anim animate him what he said on mushrooms and it would go viral there'd be a dog on a skateboard or there'd be remember yeah, the that redheaded lightsaber yeah or the redheaded kid who said that uh, you know he was like yelling about uh how uh you know fireheads or whatever redheads have souls and that went everywhere it was cool stuff like that and uh yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I guess it's inevitable. I mean, I guess it was inevitable as more and more people got online and as older people grew up and you know, generations, they grew up online. I guess this was inevitable. I mean, it's but it's Jobs chaotic. It. Steve Jobs said it in an interview, I think, when he it was with him and Bill Gates, I think, or some interview that they, they he did. And he said that um, it's when when the money when when something when something's creative, when something's you create something that's awesome and people love it, it's inevitable when the money people come in. They will come in, and when they come in, it kills all the creativity. That that will die. The product will die. And that happened with Apple. I mean, this new guy is fucking outrageous. He hands us this. He literally hands us a phone they made seven years ago, and we still buy it. And he he had throws purple on it. And we'll, yeah. Oh, the camera's better. The camera was better last last year. Just give us the best fucking camera. Stop megapixeling us up. They got us addicted to megapixels. And and, yeah. and gigabytes, That's like, dude, you get you get more gigabytes this year. You get more mega. Who gives a fuck? I have seven million videos and photos on my phone that I'll never look at again. But for some reason, when I see a hummingbird, I have to take a photo of it, and 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 nobody sees it. I I don't even tell people, dude. I saw a hummingbird. A hummingbird. Nobody gives a fuck about a hummingbird. 
but I got 75 pictures of a hummingbird on my phone. It's, 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 it's crazy. And this YouTube, same shit. And these, these guys are all, let me ask you a question. These guys are all hippies. These guys are all like, Hey man, we all love everybody. Everybody let's all be together. This is about fucking, you know, being together and, you know, but they're really not. They're just money, money people. Right. Uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Well, YouTube. you know, that's this, they all, they all were created and operate in the capitalist system. So they have to be. So I don't know if I slight them for that per se, but yeah, this whole no, no end to up, continue to increase your profit margins it's all addictive. It's all addictive. We're conditioned to be all be addicts because, you know, if if you're not growing within the capitalist paradigm, it's equivalent to death. So it's constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing to get more and more and more and more. And eventually, yeah, the the lines of what's needed and what you want are blurred and they their intention is to make you want the things you don't need. And so that's when marketing comes in. That's when they start uh, appealing to your emotions to try to or, cre- or, or create the demand by manipulating you by uh, based on your emotions. Hey, you want to feel good? You need to own this. And that all started actually with um, Freud, Sigmund Freud's nephew. I can't remember his name, Renald or whatever. He had some French type of name, but he came to America and um he was the one who wanted figured out hey propaganda during wartime works to galvanize and mobilize people how can we use propaganda during peacetime for, you know for for companies for for marketing and he's the one who took on he's basically the father of advertising and marketing and now we live in the united states of advertising where everyone's acting like a brand and marketing themselves and and they've become very one dimensional online and um he he really started it all i mean it started back like women smoking his client was like was cigarette companies and they said hey you know right now women smoking is considered gross it's considered anathema. It's, uh, Ed, Edward Bernays is his name. And um, women are- like, It's looks like Matteo Lane. He does look a little like Matteo Lane. <laughs> and they said, hey, women smoking is considered gross. How can we change that? Because we're giving up like 50% of the population that could be buying cigarettes is not smoking. So he created this plan during this parade to have, he, he paid all these like, female models celebrities to start smoking at the same time and he 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 tipped off the news that this was going to happen so women women had their pack of cigarettes and they all lit up at the same time during this parade where the national attention was on it and you know he told them what to say and they called it their torch of freedom and then from that point on Every women started smoking cigarettes. He started paying movies and studios to put the cigarettes in the movies. So the, 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 we're being manipulated often to want things we don't need. Look at that. And they and they use feelings. And the reason why it's relevant that he was Freud's nephew is because he used Freudian psychology, being like, 
the cigarette is like a phallus symbol and he used the subconscious emotions, the animal instincts of people, and they try to tie them to the product to get you interested. Like you ever notice when you're watching a herpes commercial, it's just some woman canoeing and your intellectual brain is going like, like those two things have nothing to do with each other because they don't. But your subconscious is going, that feels amazing. And that person looks free. Unless, uh, so I should take un- this medication to, so I unless, can be free. Unless they're canoeing in Kentucky and then you run into a bunch of rednecks in the woods and they make you squeal like a pig and stick yeah. your herpy penis in your butt. And then you get herpes. So it does have it. There is yeah. a connection. There is yeah. A- well, that's why they don't. Yeah, they don't do that. There you go. There's one Valtrex. And look at that. What does that have to do with Valtrex? It's got nothing to do with Valtrex. They're trying to appeal to your subconscious mind to say, you want to be free. You want to have a good time. And your brain just goes, Valtrex is good. It's the same thing when you have a Le- LeBron James drinking a Sprite, right? Actually, the last person who would drink a Sprite is LeBron James. But exactly. they pay him to go. Hey, just promote Sprite because people go, oh, champion, athlete, Sprite, success. And they just they make that subconscious connection. I mean, if you went to LeBron James house and asked for a Sprite, he'd be like, what are you fucking kidding me? It's in my multi-million dollar contract that I can't get on a motorcycle. I can't drink high cor- fructose corn syrup. And, you know, I can't, uh, you know, do any. I can't go to Vegas. <laughs> so it's all manipulation and and we fall for it. So yeah, but that's what, but it's it's getting bad to where even like you know Max last night we went to bed and I went up into my thing and we we're just lying there and I picked my phone up for a sec because I had to check something and uh, there was an Instagram video and he's like oh oh let's watch it and I was like fuck like this is this is like candy to kids like he just got excited like I whipped out a Sunday up in the bed like. That's how excited he got on a video of a guy filleting a fucking a fish. Like he wanted to watch a video of a guy filleting a fish. And then there was another one of a, a lizard. And it's like, th- we're addicted to these because it is interesting to watch some hot chick shoot a, an iguana in her backyard in Florida with a bow and arrow. You know what I mean? That's pretty interesting. You never see that. Your brain starts flying off on shit like that. And then to see her, what are they going to do? But there's such a method to it, you know? There's certain videos on Facebook that say they're going to do something, but it takes so long to get there, right? It take, you're like, oh, my God, come on. And then they get there, and it's not a big payoff. It's like whatever. But I found out if you have three-minute videos on Facebook and they go longer than three minutes and you get views on it, you monetize, you get money. So these people are actually fucking with us, putting these videos up of these, hey, check this out, whatever, excited. And then they they prolong it. They, you know, they touch it. They open, they to take so long to open it up. And, and it, they're just stalling to get to that three minute point to make that fucking money. And I fall for it every goddamn time. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The, the, the landscape, the tech companies, I love when they claim, you know, they 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 claim to the moral high ground because really all they're doing is conditioning everyone to be creators and consumers of content for them to sell ads. So they have people doing all the work for them, and um, and of course, you know, 
you can benefit from it, but not nearly as much as they're going to benefit from it, obviously. Yeah. And that's okay. They created the, the system, but that that's the society. We're, we're, we truly are the United States of advertising right now, where everyone is a version of themselves, a one-dimensional version of themselves that they're selling online in one-minute reels. It's down to one minute now. You got one minute and um, that's how a lot of people are trying to make a living. And that's everyone's dream to make a living. It's everyone's dream. Nobody here dreams of growing up and becoming uh, an engineer, a doctor. Though they, We're importing all those from other places. Those, those are immigrants who are doing that. Um, but America. Yeah, we're causing a shortage of those in other countries, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, so the American wow. kid grows up. He just wants to be a content creator. He wants to figure out how to get something to pop online. He wants followers and it's all, it's all set up. It's all, it's all designed to, uh, to make kids want that with a very sophisticated, uh, very sophisticated. Um, what do you call those? Uh, what's the, like uh, templates, very sophisticated templates and algorithms and, and the colors, everything is very well thought out. It's not an accident. It's designed to addict you, to addict you, for dopamine hits, it plays on the Freudian subconscious of wanting to be liked and yeah. and all that stuff. It's the same. It's just it's the same old story. We're we're consumers. We're a country of consumers, and that started after World War II. And this is just an acceleration and a continuation of that. But do you think it's going to have? You think it's going to bottom out? Do you think that at one point people are just going to go fuck this? You know, like I love. I mean, even not even just the social media, like I drive with Mike Calta. He's playing Pokemon on his phone while he's driving a hundred percent of the time. He's looking for Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, do you like, I really don't, do anything in like, Florida, huh? <laughs> dude, I can't even fathom it. Like, I, I mean, is there a bottom? Are we going to bottom out? Or is this going to, is somebody going to go fuck that? Are we going to go backwards a little bit? to go forwards i guess he, well he's in florida so you can't judge him right he could have a uh, he could be ch choking a stripper shooting his ar-15 out the window while playing pokemon and driving 90 miles an hour and the cops will go that's your business man that's your <laughs> no, i fucking love florida dude yeah that's your business man i mean hey man those are you that's you do what you gotta do i don't know i don't know if it bottoms out i i don't think so I don't do think we all so. just do we, do we all just wind up like Wally on some spaceship floating around on chairs eating whatever we want? I think we I think we get overtaken. I think we get overrun by um a more hungrier emerging world power and that world power is China. I think we China. get overrun. I think uh this is, you know, this is a, it, this is just what happens with powers empires they just kind of they become complacent they become consumers they're That's living off right the spoils there. and the labor from other places yeah. mercenaries so this is this is nothing new i mean the internet is new but the trajectory the anatomy of what's underneath this is the same of every empire the ottomans the romans etc I mean, we're just, we're, we decline first. So I don't think it changes like 
we pop back up and fix it. I think it's it leads to absolute chaos and destruction, and then it gets rebuilt by China. <laughs> so learn, tell Max to learn Chinese. Well, dude, first of all, it's past the point where he could learn another language, and there's no way he's learning Chinese. Okay, I'm yeah. having a hard time getting him to read read a book in English. You know what I mean? Uh, China yeah. is a farce. They need the dollar more than anyone else. Ooh, that's interesting. What is that? I guess, uh, you know, they're intertwined with us and they need us, but um, they're, they are using us as well. And it, it's part of a bigger plan. Well, I mean, look, everybody, we were the motherfuckers for a long time, but it was a very stress. Being the top dog in the world is very stressful. I mean, you yeah, remember we were like Dane Cook, yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like being Dane Cook. It's like you can't you can't keep it together. You can't wear those that size jeans forever. You know what I mean? At some point, yeah. you're gonna fucking have to go up a couple sizes. Yeah, at some point, you're gonna get tired of moving, even on conjunctions and sentences. And so, well, you know, you do a sentence, you're like, you're just acting out the articles. The open. I mean, a guy, he was giving us act outs on articles and sentences. <laughs> a person came in the door. It's, it's the worst because if and he was walking around with his dumb gang signs. I mean, what the fuck is going on? And he was the first. He was like the first internet star who was a comedian. Yeah. Very talented, very funny. But let's be honest. Very let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, just like, you know, entertaining stupid people. There's got to be people out there kicking their legs around and, move. you know, entertaining stupid people. But I think – I don't know if it's stupid people, but I think people like – Oh, it's stupid uh, people. Hang on one second. Let me finish. Let me talk for my people here. Okay? Yeah. I think what people – I just want, want to reiterate. Some people they don't they don't want um, they don't want to go to Rome to get the best fucking carbonara. They just want to go to Olive Garden and have some fucking pasta with some breadsticks and never-ending salad because they don't have fucking time to deal. They don't have the money to go to Rome. They don't want to fucking deal with the flight. They don't have the time to take off of work. Let's just go down to fucking here. It's the same shit. It's a little off. You know what I mean? And I think with comedy too, sometimes they just want to laugh. They want to have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, so I think when Dane came it's out, you're I stupid. <laughs> I think you just I think you just perfectly described stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> that was the nicest description of dumb people ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like really just an absolutely great that was like a textbook dictionary <laughs> definition of stupid. But you know, people want to go to Olive Garden. They just want an, a never-ending fucking breadsticks and salad. They don't want to go and get culture. They don't want to travel. They don't want to do anything. They just want to sit in their fucking little motor scooter rolling around eating Olive Garden. Some people don't want to know that there's anything Velcro. (laughs) Some people don't want to know anything's uh, better because they're busy with their phone bill. That's a good excuse. Let me tell you something. The one thing about me that you can always count on is I'll tap out when I'm when I'm when I when I step in it. I'll fire. I'll tap out. So touche. 
Touche, my friend. Touché. They don't want to play Wordle. They throw rocks at kids. <laughs> what? Uh... Hey, what's going on? Uh, have you heard of Guy Times Presents? This podcast network is, look, these are the only ones with balls. They're putting it out there. They want to make people laugh. They're not, they don't care about, uh, you know, restrictions or political correctness. They're just doing it the way it should be done. All right. They injected the bone of medicine into the penis of paralyzed man. All right. We got a bunch of stuff out there and talking about horseshit. These guys are bringing shows to uh, to the podcast platform that people have been waiting for, like uh, Our Family Jewels. It's an awesome trivia-based drinking game podcast that you can play along right at home. There's a dozen of messed-up series you can enjoy wherever you enjoy podcasts. So get, get on it. Go to Guy Times Presents and check out all the hilariously fucked-up, messed-up, awesome, fun shows. Malik Gems, one of my favorite. This is one of the sponsors, baby. Love you guys. They have an ever-growing variety of beautiful tungsten carbide rings. I love those rings. Sexy. They look different. It's not that gold wedding ring that, uh, you know, Mr. Brady had on, even though he was banging dudes. Anyways, look, they have any style of version of your life you want to look like, you want to fit into, they got you covered. You want to look like a little Mr. T starter kit like Rich Voss? Have a few gold chains and rings on every finger, maybe one on the toe? They got you covered. You want to look like, uh, you know, Chachi with one little necklace from uh, Happy Days? They got you covered. You want to shine bright and be noticed by everyone? They got you covered. Go to malikgems.com, use promo code YKWD, and get, this is great. This is why I love this company, 15% off, not 5%, 15% off your order. That's a lot of money. So just go check them out. Get yourself a ring. Holidays are coming up. Christmas is coming up. Take care of it today, malikgems.com. Patreon people, I want to thank you for being a supporter on my Patreon. It means a lot to me that you're here. I don't take it for granted. I hope you guys are enjoying the content. If there's anything else you want from me or you think that would be cool on the site, let me know. Hit us up. And uh, and uh, that's it. I just want to say thanks for being a supporter of my Patreon. All right? All right, dude. Thanks, dude. <laughs> so this guy's saying, this guy, look at he's this Aaron H., our, our boy Aaron in here, saying the trade deficit in China is $300 billion or 12% of the U.S. annual. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Give him a it, it means he doesn't, so he doesn't prefer Olive Garden. Here's the here's the deal. I'm I'm I would go to Olive Garden. My wife wouldn't, but I would go. You understand? I think it's I'm comforting. one of the dumb people. I represent stupid people, and I think I'm going to take that on proudly. I'm not going to fucking feel bad about that. I'm going to take on the people that will go to Marshalls to get a nice deal. A nice That's red me. tag deal. I like I like a nice Olive Garden every once in a while. I love uh, fucking not knowing what's going on in the world. I love just fucking smoking a cigar, listening to a game, and keeping my trap shut. How's that? And, uh, ignorance is bliss. I mean, hey, listen, I say it all the time. My brother loves Olive Garden. Uh, he's special needs, so he thinks it's, <laughs> you know, he thinks. <laughs> I'm not saying that. 
No, but I'm just saying, I mean, he fucking loves it. I mean, to him, you know, it it's like Carbone. I mean, he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> so I agree with what you're saying. I mean, but again, I think you're kind of proving the point. And um, <laughs> I just don't think there's anything wrong with – I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, getting more quality stuff and wanting more quality stuff because when you open yourself up to more worlds – yeah. You 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 do become happier because there's more out there. It's not just the same, you know, breadsticks every day. I mean, some people are just eating the same breadsticks every day. I mean, they're living like my brother. <laughs> All right, listen. All right, okay, okay. Listen, I agree with you. I, I understand what you're saying. But I, I mean, part of me, I know I'm addicted to the social media thing. I know I'm addicted to certain things and, you know, um, but part of me wants to, I, if, if, if social media did go away, if somehow in the future it just died off, like MySpace just died and it went away and we went on to something else. I don't know what it would be. We went on to something else. I don't see anything replacing it, but you know, I didn't, I, I thought MySpace was the end all be all, uh, for the rest of my life, MySpace would be the, the the social media thing. But you know, where's Tom now? You know what I'm saying? Where the fuck is that guy now? Um, but if if we if part of me does want it to end, part of me would love it if it all just fell out, the bottom fell out of this shit, and people had to go back on, you know, being talented, or you know, you couldn't <laughs> just get a million followers and become famous and, and work the same clubs I'm working that I, it took me 25 years to get into to headline, but you're here, uh, you know, may, maybe on a Wednesday or a Sunday, but you're headlining and you're selling out and you're doing garbage. Yeah. Um, there's truth to that. I mean, here, here, here's the truth. Here's the objective truth. The objective truth is that right now there's a bunch of garbage comedians who are putting things out 30 seconds to 45 seconds at a clip. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're guard. Like a lot of them are funny ish. They're just not that experienced. They're not that good. If you go see them live, it's not going to be that good. If you go see Bobby Kelly live, it's good. You're going to, you're going to be laughing so hard. It's going to hurt. You're going to get your money's worth. The thing that's missing is that you're, you're not a 20 year old who grew up in this, uh, zeitgeist of marketing yourself and, and, and doing these little tricks uh, to please the algorithm, to fit into this zeitgeist, to fit in to this landscape and figure it out. I mean, you know, all, all you got to do is do it a little bit. Like you showed me the other day, you put up some, you know, three, seven second clip. It's got like a million views. That's what it is now. If you do that over and over again, Maybe you get people to come out and see you, but yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's to reiterate what I was saying. It's, it's, we've been overtaken by advertising. What does advertising do? They lie to you. It's professional lying, right? It's LeBron James drinking a Sprite, right? So now instead of LeBron James drinking a Sprite, a Sprite, not instead, but in addition, you have some fucking four-year comedian who's putting up these clips in little sound bites and you're watching them and it's pleasing you because it's uh, algorithm conducive. And then you're going and following that person because that is all, you know, that's where you're finding your comedy. And then they post that they're going to be at some show and you go there 
and all you all you're watching is an inexperienced comedian crowd work fishing for more clips. So we've been overtaken by advertising. It's all shit. Right. Cigarettes are shit. shit. They're horrible for you. You know, it's all shit. Olive, yeah. all, Olive Garden is shit. Fuddruckers is shit. McDonald's is made of shit. It's all sugar. It's not, not good. None of it is good. You know, and people who say it's good uh, are stupid. And I don't, right. I, I don't really blame them that much because most people are stupid inherently, but they, they've been conditioned, they've been manipulated, and that's our system. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do about it? You know, it's a good I, I system you, overall. I mean, I, I want you to get sponsored by McDonald's so you can get a light that works. Then this will be. Yeah, this light just went out, so I can't – I don't know. But, yeah, once I get a sponsorship by McDonald's, my whole tune on here will be completely different. What would be your I'll tune? Come on, I'll come on you, – you know what, dude? And I'll be like, hey, Bobby, listen, you know, is McDonald's bad? No, people are choosing to eat it. It's fast. What about the single mother who has four kids who can't afford to go to Carbone, okay? McDonald's is doing a service to society. Nobody else cares about poor people more than McDonald's. Nobody. 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 That'll what, be about, my what about the, what about the, with the trucker at three in the morning when he's got to stop to take a shit and a piss? And and, and what is he going to do? The Carbone isn't open. There isn't there isn't a, a nice restaurant open, right? He's on the road in the middle of Kentucky, and there's a McDonald's. And they, they're there for him, and they feed him a nice hamburger, a fry at a reasonable price because he's not making a million dollars. He doesn't have a TikTok account. He doesn't have a YouTube page that's successful. Right. So they do help. Absolutely. People. They help they people help a lot. The poor. The poor not yes. everybody. Not everyone can afford to go to these elite liberal institutions like Carbone <laughs> <laughs> and eat in these coastal elite eateries. OK, so, yeah, McDonald's is a champion of the people, cares about the people, cares about that mom out there who's working two jobs, think, has four kids. Do you think that, you know, back in the two, four fat kids just fucking can't even carry their own backpacks, they're too chubby? Um, do, you think, do you think that when, I think when I was a kid, I didn't know the world existed. We weren't taught about the world. We were taught about America. You know, even in history, we were really taught about America. We we knew the United Kingdom were a bunch of cunts that tried to fuck with us and we threw their tea overboard. And, you know, in Boston, we went down to the Constitution and saw, you know, where we told the British to go fuck themselves. You know what I mean? But we didn't know that you, you went on vacation. You went to, uh, you know, Hampton Beach or you went somewhere locally. You know, you thought it was a, a world away, but it wasn't. We never went outside of the country, you know? Even the Brady Bunch just went to fucking Disneyland. You know what I mean? So it's, but once we started going out to, one now with the internet and we know about other countries, we know about the world and kids know about, you know, everywhere and we travel more and, you know, it's it's more accessible to get other places. Do you think that kind of fucked America to where we were just America? You were, you know, town where you came from you had pride in that town i i'm from medford you know i'm from boston i live in america 
And I didn't know about the world. I didn't know anything about the world. Now that people know about the world, do you think that kind of fucked us a little? I don't know if it fucked us. Is that is that what broke down that that you know nineteen fifties you know American pride and you know what I'm saying? Is that did that have effect on it? You think? I think um, no, I don't think so. Oh, per se, I don't think it fucked us. I think I think really what fucked us is is uh, corporate greed. I really do. I think corporate greed. Do you have sponsors and, for your podcast? Yeah, Manscaped. Okay. Brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, I do get it's uh man, it's that no end to up thing. It's that no end to up. You know, there's like uh we've kind of gotten, you know, you can either do things um under the principle of interest or in the interest of principle. And I think you need a balance of both. And we've kind of seesawed all the way where everything is in the principle of interest and people will do anything in their interest and they have no principles and there need, there's no balance. All the women in the chat are saying women lib women lib is where everything went wrong. <laughs> Lose well, there's a little bit of truth, a little truth to that. I think there's a little <laughs> truth to that. I think there's a little truth, a little, little bit, little bit truth. I think, <laughs> you know, I think he's a little I think women were a little manipulated by companies and everything. I think women right. were a little manipulated um into thinking that uh, there's more, more fulfillment in being out there and in your career. Um I'm not saying it's not fulfilling. Um I, I'm I'm glad women's lib happened, but I'm just saying it, there's this there's this uh notion that oh, a woman who's like a mom and a stay-at-home mom is like somehow not fulfilled when that's right. actually the mo most fulfilling thing. And right. uh, like my mom, my, my I called her my mom, Freudian slip right there. Uh, my wife. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I love you know, that. She, there's, a shirtless, there's a shirtless Greek mansplaining to women right now. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is a stay-at-home mom, right? And um, – but she runs everything. She runs everything. And her Same raising here. my kid, yeah, her her raising our kid is like uh, the hardest thing I've seen either one of us do. The most important thing. Yeah, it's it's the most important thing that any of us it's, do. I mean, this isn't important. Huge. This is yeah, garbage. So, All this is stupid. It's comedy stupid. What I'm doing, I'm making the money so that she can stay home and and raise a good human being and be there for him and i would never trade places i would never tell her that by the way <laughs> but i would never trade places with my wife taking care of literally everything everything yeah everything yeah and these companies and I have just, uh... i jump on a plane i'm on first class I'm saying no to fucking, you know, no, I'm good with breakfast. I don't, I'm good. I've, fl I've, I've flown first class so much now that I'm like, I don't even want anything. Don't give me free shit. You know what I mean? I don't, right. I don't need that. I sleep the whole time. Like it's, you know, right. and then you go into a luxury hotel room. Someone picks you up. You go in front of a bunch of people. You tell a bunch of dick jokes. You make everybody laugh. Everybody wants a photo. Then you go back to your room, smoke a cigar outside, and then you fly home. How was it? That was tough. What? Tough. I just I spent the yeah. day with a nine year old and yeah. had to drag him out of Walmart by his fucking earlobe. He was holding <laughs> onto a crossbow. 
It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, I think, um, like I said, I think it's good women work and they can vote and all, all that. <laughs> but, wow. you know, I, I, I think that uh, I think we're a little behind in that area. Like, you know, like uh, women should have more maternity leave. They should have it should be more it should be more of our uh, country's priority for families to be together a little more. You know, right. so I think yeah. a lot of places in Europe are uh, farther ahead than us in that because the other places in Europe are not as greedy as we are. Look, I, I, be I believe in capitalism. I believe it's the best worst system. But I mean, you know, there is something yeah. to just the endless greed where nothing's regulated and any corporation can just dump their chemicals into a river and give everyone cancer in some small town in New York or, you know, the, the, the food, the there's no regulate. Yeah, there's no regulatory body that's making sure the food's not poison. There, women women have well, 13 minutes off after they get pregnant from work. I mean, a lot of that shit is bullshit, you know? It's like yeah. you got to take care of people a little bit. You got to take care of the man in the middle. The dumb people. The dumb people. You got to take care of those people, who get, the breadstick people. Yeah, people who just look <laughs> – you got to take care of the breadstick people. I love it. You got – yeah, because um, that's the majority. You know, they're all the most like everything else in America. It's extremes, extreme rich and and people who are struggling to fucking pay for their health care. I mean, it's like everything else. It's everything. Yeah. It's just politics. It's two extremes. Like everything's extreme. And now I'm going to keep my arms here because I like the way they look. They look good. I listen. I was just saying when you raise them, I'm like, wow, it looks pretty good. Look at that tattoo. What's that tattoo? Shazam. So this is a tattoo that I got. Oh, it's the wrong arm. This is a tattoo that I got. Uh, <laughs> In the late 90s, I was drunk and I only had 50 bucks and I wanted to get the full barbed wire. And he said I could give you one link. So he gave me one link of the full barbed wire. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a horrific tattoo. Is that after you start I got Pam the Anderson movie? <laughs> yeah, I got the same tattoo as Pam Anderson, just not all the way. Because <laughs> you're a breadstick person. You didn't have the money for the whole tattoo. I am a fucking breadstick person. That's the thing. I'm a breadstick fucking person. All right, listen. We got. I got questions for you from the fans. I know you got. He got a hard out at uh, in 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 eight minutes. Hard um, on, yeah, yeah. You got a nice hard on. Um, <laughs> so listen. Here's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. This is weird. Did you ever? Have you ever, um, when you were a kid, <laughs> used uh, whippets? Yeah, yeah, we did. Because we're breadstick people. Yeah, I did do that. You go in, you, you just fucking crank a couple uh, whipped creams out and just get stoned for like yes. 10 minutes. Yeah, we used to do that at parties and uh, faint. And yeah, we used, I remember we'd choke each other out and faint. Remember choking yeah. each other? Remember that? Yeah. 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 That's why these kids are, these kids are pussies now. Like, I, if you ever saw, we used to, I remember that we would hold each other's neck, <gasps> you'd hyperventilate. Then someone would choke you out, and then you'd wake up, and your lips would be numb, and you'd be spazzing. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. Yeah. They just yeah. they brought you to death. Yeah, and I just thought it was so cool. Like you just like I remember being choked out and thinking it was so fucking cool that I went unconscious and came back, and I was like, "Wow, you can do that. That's cool. <laughs> you could almost yeah, like kill me." <laughs> <laughs> Our generation is mental. You have to. The 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 seventies, eighties, nineties were fucking mental patients. 
I mean, we, we're lucky to be here. We're lucky. I remember climbing roofs. You would just climb a roof and go house to house. Like you'd jump across. Like some, it was a, a fucking Mission Impossible movie. And parents would see you doing it and wouldn't even call the cops or say anything. They would just let kids jump roof to roof. Yeah, I, I think I know two people who fell off. <laughs> and now they live Olive Garden. Well, yeah. The funny thing is that in New York City, in New York City, some grocery stores will not let you buy whippets unless you're 21 and over. Anybody under 21 can't buy whipped cream. Like it's fucking drugs, uh, alcohol. Yeah, they're misinterpreting the law that you can't buy the individual canisters. Like that, uh, but you get you you are. It is not illegal to buy canned whipped cream if you're under twenty one. But grocery stores are misinterpreted that you can't. Is that fucking crazy? Yeah, I mean, you, humans will figure out a way to get high from whatever your thing is. That's our number. Yeah, we choke. We, we choke out a way. We choked our each other out. Back in yeah. the 80s, we were choking each other out to just to get a buzz. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There is yeah. a, there is, I was talking to somebody about this today. There is a line between, we were, t- I think our generation was, you know, especially mine, was too lenient. Like nobody watched you. No, there was nobody at the park. There was nobody, there was no supervision whatsoever. But now there's too much fucking supervision. There's too many no's. There's too many don't do that. You're going to get hurt. There's no kids getting hurt anymore. There's no kid getting a broken arm. Last time I saw a kid in a cast was like 15 years ago. It's like, yeah, like the parents are with these kids every second of their fucking life. And we're, we're creating a bunch of pussies, just a bunch of wimps that don't want to do anything. Yeah. They, they're all playing video games. They're all inside. And uh, yeah, I mean, playing outside was like the funnest. I couldn't wait to go outside. It used to be about like, you just would meet and be outside with your friends. Like going outside was the most exciting thing. You're out of your house. We played baseball. We played sports. It was just meeting up with your friends outside and living as kids, but you're in your own little world where you were learning from each other and you know, uh, exploring the world and learning and, you know, going like, Hey, when you think, you know, all the way, I don't even know if guys pass around, you know, women's. Yeah. You go like, I fingered a girl. And then you go like, check that out. Yeah. Do guys even do that anymore? And and if they do do it, they don't like it. Yeah. They don't like it. They go, Oh God. They, they'll rat you out. They'll tell him he, he fingered Jesse and then he put it under my nose. What? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what a rat. We're raising a bunch of wimpy rats. Yeah, fucking all rats. They're rodents. Yeah. Uh, dude, if a guy, I remember when Dickie Sewell fingered a girl and put it under my nose. There you go again, Dickie. Fucking Dickie. There he is. Ricky's, Ricky's cousin, Dickie. <laughs> there we go. We got questions for you from the fans. Are you ready for this? This is what yeah. is illegal to sell to under 21 people. Oh, the cartridge. Yeah. You just take that straight to the dome. Yeah. Yeah, the can't the actual whipped cream is illegal. So, yeah. All right, here we go. Ready? Um, yeah. We got questions for you. You ready for these questions? These are from the fans. Yeah. Um, okay. When the hyenas ended, huh. Giannis yeah. tweeted, uh, "Chrissy and I will rise again." Are there any plans for a reunion? I'll answer that. No, no, <laughs> there are not. 
Somebody, I can take that one. <laughs> no, there's not. That's what you call. You know how we've been talking about advertising and marketing this whole <laughs> professional lying. <laughs> That's what you call that's what you call an official statement on the situation. <laughs> we were I love that you said we will rise again like you're fucking a phoenix. Like <laughs> All right. oh, shit. What does it say, Bobby and Giannis? What character would you most like play in a remake movie or TV series? Bob uh acting abilities more than the character. What? Laverne and Shirley. Uh, yeah, that'd be Ooh, awesome. Yeah, but am I Laverne? Can I be Laverne and you be Shirley? I'll be Shirley. Yeah, I love Pepsi and milk. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> that would be fun. Or Kojak. Well, Kojak you know, and his brother. You could play Kojak. No, we should do. Um, we should do bosom buddies. Just dress like women. That would That's be a different. A, well, show. I'm, yeah, I've been training you, for that my whole life. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody to approach me with that. You want to do? You want to do a pussy bosom buddy remix? I'm like, get me to that audition immediately. I, I am fully prepped. Does that kind of building and that TV show even exist anymore? I don't know. It's just women. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, All right, ready? We got two more, and we're out. yeah. Uh, have you been doing characters since you were a kid and how did it start? That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. I was, um, yeah, probably much like Bobby. Uh, I had childhood issues. I had things. Um, comedy was my escape. It was my way to fit in. It was my way to get girls. It was my way to, uh, I was very, very sensitive. I, I didn't want to get into fights. My heart, I didn't want to be there. You know, I didn't want to fight. I'd rather make people laugh. Uh, so I've been doing comedy my whole life. And so, yeah, I used to make my friends laugh. Maurice, one of the characters that we were, we've we been joking about, I've been doing that since I was a kid. It was uh, I would imitate Rosie Perez. And I mean, that's not Rosie Perez, but that's where it started. It started as like, you know, I would run around, do that. And uh, yeah, I used to tuck my dick between my legs and run around to make my friends laugh. And uh, I've been doing voices and all that. I've been I've been doing that, you know, my whole life. How did you, how, how Mauricio, Mauricio, how did you, because you probably at the beginning really tried to be a sexy Puerto Rican woman as much as you could, but towards the end, you just had the beard. You, I mean, a lot of times you just, you just gave up. I mean, or, or was it a character choice where she got older? Yeah. Yeah. You just start to get lazy. You're like, all right. As the popular, as the popularity wanes, you're like, all right, how many are you at 40? Okay. You guys got the VIP tickets. It's a hundred each. Try to try to squeeze every penny out of this. I'll give you 14 dots. It's and I'm out of here. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> and you can, you can only do her for around 48 minutes. And then Giannis yeah. wants to come home. It's a, Dude, yeah, no, the weird thing, yeah. Go ahead. On YKWD, you were killing it, and all of a sudden you were like answering questions as Giannis. No, because th- that's the weird thing. The weird thing is, is like, you know, it used to be you did – everyone had an act, and you did your act, right? Yes. Or if you went on TV, you were on TV for seven minutes or five minutes, and, and that was it. Like, w- it happened once in a while. 
we make comedy content all the time for hours and hours and hours. This is a new type of like entertainment landscape where you're just riffing constantly and being funny forever. So nobody like whenever a comedian did characters, they did it for the scene and then they were done. Like when you watch right. Jim Carrey do the character, he does it for a fucking and then he's done. It's like when you're doing a podcast, you're fucking, you know, because when I, I'm to do the to, to be the character, you have to think like. And then perform that you know it's like right. the reason why it's so believable is because like i'm thinking like her so when you get to like the 40 minute mark you start to play with sanity a little bit and you're like i gotta get the fuck out of here dog or else i'm gonna start demanding dicks i'm gonna start demanding dicks and i'm gonna i'm gonna get fucked by a guy i gotta get out of here <laughs> It's like it's a. I remember feeling that on many occasions, even when we did the live shows, where me and Angela would go on and we'd be at like the forty minute mark, killing. I'd be like, I got to end this character. Like I'm getting too lost in this shit. I, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna not be able to get out. And that's a real fucking thing. You can't be pretend to be somebody else for a fucking hour. I mean, it's like it gets weird, dude. It gets to a weird like it gets to a weird Saturday spot. <laughs> You just you're in your basement with the wig on, blowing some guy. Your wife's like, "What are you doing? I, I fucked up. I went too long. I, I, I forgot. Is, is this still the show? I mean, where are we? I don't know. I was just I started doing the show and then just it, we got to that point where we I was supposed to get out and we didn't get out, so I just continued to do it. And so I forgot who Giannis was. After about an hour, I forgot how that how that was. I'm not him anymore. I need to get. I need to do a show as him and to get it back. <laughs> Listen, buddy, I love you so much. I'm going to get you out of here. What do you got? What are you plugging, man? Uh, uh, go, go. I'll be at Uncle Vinny's uh, September 9th and 10th with Mike Suarez. So uh, September nice. 10th is sold out. Get the rest of the tickets for September 9th. And then uh, Soul Joe September 24th and actually 25th. And then uh, that Grand Rapids date got canceled because I booked it on my daughter's birthday. And my wife said, are you nuts? So that will be rescheduled, but I will be um, at the in Boston, Texas, uh, November 11th and 12th, and um, I'm getting a slew of new dates coming in right now. I'm filling up my schedule, so please check GiannisPapasComedy.com. Also check my podcast, Long Days, and if you haven't seen my specials on YouTube, they're free. Go watch them. Mom Love just was released a couple months ago so go check that watch that i really appreciate it bobby i love you to death you're one of my most famous favorite people on the fucking planet you really are just a great fucking guy which is the biggest success on this fucking planet i love you so much buddy i feel the same way and you're one of the funniest people walking you always make me laugh and you ride the line between all this shit but being uh, uh uh you know viral and and on the internet and hanging talking about all the stuff and you're still fucking funny so you're one of the guys that uh i enjoy watching on the internet when i do check out stuff so uh and you're a great dad and and you're one of the nicest guys i fucking know just one of the realest people i know so uh i love you buddy and uh, thank you bobby it means a lot coming from you anytime thanks for doing this uh of course and thanks for doing it shirtless which was amazing (laughs) this is the way from now on i'm fucking the top g baby all right i'm gonna gonna have eva love you's fucking pocket pussy right here oh please please next time (laughs) please next time all right uh well you can take off if you got i gotta do a couple more things on here and i don't want to hold you up i know you got a heart out so all right love you guys mikey i love you baby do you have pants on
Huh? I don't. Do you have pants on? Oh, do I have pants on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got pants on. Okay. Yeah, I did it for the bit. Yeah, okay. I got pants on. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. All right, we'll see you later, Yanni. All right, listen, guys, that was a great podcast. Hope you guys loved it. Uh, everybody in here, Bobby was definitely looking forward to YKW with Giannis today. You're goddamn right. Man, do I love doing show. I, I would, man, if I go back in time, I would do a show with Giannis. All those guys. I fucking love all that generation of comedians. Giannis, Joe, uh, Soda, Big J, Lewis. I just love them all. Fucking hilarious. Um, just a great generation of uh, comics that were all individually funny. Reminded me of a lot like uh, the group I came up with. Just they're all funny, but very different. Um, make sure you check them out. Mike V. Schwartz is going to be with Giannis at that date. So, oh, a hawk just Oof. flew by. Where's the dog? Nice. Wow. I have a question. Have you seen any owls out there? Yeah, dude. There's fucking owls. They were talking to each other last night, scaring the shit out of me. That's awesome. Yeah, there's owls. There was something big out there this morning. Um, and then a hawk just flew down at like, you know, I don't know, a foot off the ground. Um, so anyways, go to comicwearable.com, get your new YKWDs. If you guys have any new logos for YKWD, if you guys create any stuff, please send it to us. Send it to me. Uh, fuck the check spot is available right now. Look at that. Click on that shirt. You guys helped with this shirt. It would have been wrong. And it would have been, been fuck check spots spot. Fuck check spot. It would have been. Fuck the check spot shirt is up there right now. Well, let's get that up on the story today. And uh, also, it's hoodie season, so that's the time to get your hoodies in time for when it actually gets cold. Yep. So that's right. Our hoodies your are awesome. hoodies. Your pop like Yeah, they're awesome hoodies. I have a bunch of them. The not you one is great. The pullovers are awesome. I love the pullover. And when I was fat and didn't like a pullover, I'm sure Fat JC hates a pullover. But now that I lost a little weight, I'm really into the. The uh, pullover. Uh, all right, here we go. Going, uh, go owl, owling, Bobby with Max. What is, go owling? What the fuck is owling? I don't know. What are you probably going to look at owls? I would say owling. I don't know. It sounds perverted with my son. What do you want me to do with my son? <laughs> Fucking weird owling. Um, also, go uh, Patreon.com if you if you're watching this on YouTube. That means you're not in the member. That means you weren't in the chat. That means you weren't asking questions. That means you weren't fucking cracking jokes. You were on. Uh, you weren't there. You weren't on patreoncom Robert Kelly. So and, you guys, and you missed the bonus episode yesterday. Yeah, we had a bonus episode yesterday that's only available on Patreon. Bonus YKWD every week, and we also have uh, YKWD. You get it first. You get Calter and Kelly first. You get anything I do before anybody else, and you get uh, uh, exclusive content that nobody else gets. So go to patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. If you liked the show, if you had a good time um, watching it, um, check it out. Become a supporter. Uh, I'm going to be at Soul Joe's on the 10th. I'm going to be at Laugh Factory Chicago on the 23rd. And the 24th, I'm going to be at McHenry Indoor Theater. And the 30th of September at Monchonk Theater. And then uh, I'm going into October 1st. I'm going to be at the Newtown Theater. I got a lot of day. I got CB Live coming up. Um, a lot of great dates coming up. A lot of a lot of fun dates. So go to robertkellylive.com for all my dates. And make sure you check out Mike, Mike V. Suarez. And if you are watching on YouTube, the least you can do is hit the subscribe button, the like button, and comment button. That's the minimal. Just click a button. You're in. 
and uh, and then you'll uh, you become a, a supporter that way. What else we got, Mush? That's it, right? We're done. That's it. We got the questions. Got everything done. Here comes my wife. Oh, Jesus oh, I thought that was going to be an animal. <laughs> Someone laugh at my joke. All right, let's look at it. Blust, blustery hyenas. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Oh, blustery hyenas. You and Giannis is a new show. What is this? Are you, oh, I thought you. Well, you scare me when you walk out, handy, not blinking, staring at me. Hand me a drink, like you're trying to fucking murder me. Not trying to murder you. Did you get my text? The dog was dying out here, choking on something, and I couldn't get to it. Oh, well, I. She wasn't out. choking; she was throwing up. Well, I looked out, and she was just lying there. So. Oh, so you just made an assessment? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. Go put a bra on, would you? <laughs> the owls are watching. Yeah, is that owling? <laughs> uh, he was about, like the history hyenas. You guys would be blustery hyenas, and then he described what blustery means. Talk in a loud, aggressive, and ignorant way with little effect. So, are you saying that that's what we were doing? I don't understand. That's what he was saying, but I think blustery just means you guys would be loud, too loud, guys. Instead of talking about history, you're just talking about your opinions. That would work, actually. You and Giannis could do a monthly podcast. That would be fun for both of you. Yeah, well, Giannis is, I think Giannis is doing very well on his own and probably has it playful. Hey, you want yeah. to do a show with me once a month? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, but you, you know what you do have? What? Herpes? There you go. Now that now we're talking. Take the subscribe, like, and comment off, please. Yes. Thank you. Um, that's a nice mush. I like being mushed. <laughs> um yes two comics two cigars it is fucking killing it right now everybody's loving it the concept two comics any two comics if you're a comedian and you want to you get and you get another comedian okay and you get the two cigars the same cigar has to be the same cigar you can't smoke don't try to send us oh i smoked this and he smoked that who cares we do same cigar you talk about it at the beginning the middle the end and then talk about whatever you want. Just do a podcast and send it to us. And at the end, you have to rate it. You have to rate it. Uh, it has to be uh, none, one, five, or a box on the cigar. Okay? And it's killing it. It's killing We've got our first sponsor already, which is nuts. Two comics, two cigars. Me and Ari Shafir are opening it up. We're shooting an episode next Tuesday at... Um, uh, Foundation Cigars in Connecticut. It's we got a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, so there you go. Um, that's it. If you have to explain the joke, it's garbage. Well, that's not true, but yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> and then news in the special coming soon. What news on your special coming soon? Yes, news. Sometimes you talk like you're sleeping. News on this just coming. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I gotta go. Uh, I have. A, I'm gonna have Justin McKinney on. Uh, who, look him up. A very funny comedian from Boston. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, really, has just been killing it for 25, 30 years. Just funny, crystal clean. Really great guy. Funny guy. He's gonna be coming on the show uh, very soon too. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. We'll see you guys next time on. Uh, you know what, dude? Later. listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. 
Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.